Another snow in the midst of a very warm and somewhat snowy winter. This is way over our heads. It's a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Uh, Kenny, how are you doing on this Friday afternoon? Well, you know, it's been a good long week. I am looking forward to the weekend. How are you, Jim? Kenny, I'm breathing a sigh of relief and looking forward actually to snow, which sounds out of character for me, correct? Yeah, who are you? Is this Jim? <laughs> I told Jim's you I'm a trying... summer guy. I want I, where's my summer guy? Jim's a summer guy who likes uh, you know, the heat and humidity. What's going on that he's craving a snowfall? I resolved in 2021 that I would embrace winter. I'm actually gonna dust off my hockey skates and maybe head down and uh, do a little skating. So, Ooh, hey, I, ha- you know. I have heard of this uh, embracing winter rumor. You've mentioned it on a previous podcast. Well, well, good for you. You know, I'm always a fan of winter and I'm always yes. a fan of snow. And somewhat oddly, we've had not much of a winter, although we've managed to have a decent amount of snow. You know, the Twin Cities through uh, the 15th of January is about... <laughs> Ranked 15 out of, you know, 100 and some for most snowfall to date for the season. I mean, you know, we've had other very snowy winters, but at the halfway point anyway, we were were pretty high up there. Duluth, too, was kind of similarly high on its overall uh, long-term rankings for snowfall to date. But, you know, what most people are remembering this season by so far is the lack of cold really lack of cold. You know, the Twin Cities has only gone below zero twice. Well, everyone's talking about how cold it is today, but as far as winter goes, and especially this time of winter, this is really nothing, correct? Oh, that's right. (laughs) You know, so I think we got down to a low of one. Uh, Just to put that in perspective, when I was a kid, and it's not that long ago. I mean, the younger listeners are probably like, oh, one of these stories. But I mean, I was a kid in the 1980s. It's not that long ago. And we'd get the, I'd get the Freshwater Society's weather calendar with uh, done by, you know, WCCO Radio at the time. And uh, Bruce Watson and Jim Gilbert, they all teamed up. And they, they put together this calendar. And Bruce Watson, who was a local kind of celebrity non-media meteorologist, uh, very well known. He was kind of beloved, a bit eccentric, and he was he was one of my big influences. Anyway, he would put together these really nice climate summaries. So every day on the calendar, you could look in the box that had the date and you could also see the climate statistics. And when I was a kid, uh, they were using the climate statistics that were valid for the 1980s. So it was the climate normals period that went from I guess it would be 1951 through 1980. And the Twin Cities, during about this time in January, the sort of second to last week in January, the low temperatures were one, zero, and negative one during that time. So the the lowest we've been this month, although it seems kind of like an extreme, it used to literally be our average low temperature for this time of year. So it's really, yeah, you're right when you say it's not spectacularly cold because it's absolutely not spectacularly cold. You want another not spectacularly cold weather statistic, Jim? Yes. (laughs) Okay. The lowest temperature anywhere in Minnesota so far this year. So we are recording on 
January 22nd, the lowest temperature recorded by an official weather station anywhere in Minnesota this year so far, or this season, is negative 30. And it's only happened on one day and in one place. That's in Cotton, which is up in kind of the Iron Range area, just south of Eveleth and kind of between Duluth and Eveleth. Near Embarrass, right? Not that far from Embarrass. Yeah, not quite up in Embarrass. I mean, you know, I suppose for us city folk, it kind of seems like they're all the same, (laughs) but I I bet you there's a good hour between Cotton and Embarrass. Understood. Hour, hour and a half. But but yeah, it's up there. It's traditionally one of the colder stations along with Embarrass, along with Tower, along with Babbitt. Those are kind of the ones that typically win our cold weather trophies. But only getting to negative 30, that is as far as the lowest temperature of the year. I mean, obviously, there's a decent amount of winter left, and I assume that we will get lower than that somewhere at some point. But if that stands, that would remain, that would be one of the warmest, lowest temperatures recorded in the state during a winter that we have on record. I mean, usually we have dozens of station days where the uh, temperature is lower than negative 30. And uh, normally we have temperatures somewhere in the state that get into the negative 40s. And the fact that we haven't even been close, the lowest temperature recorded so far at International Falls is a measly negative 20 Fahrenheit. Now, here in the Twin Cities, we hit negative 20. That's news. But International Falls has this reputation. You remember its nickname? That's right. The Ice Box of the Nation, correct? Yes. I mean, and they have earned that reputation. They are probably for first order weather stations. These are kind of the main climate observing stations with long records. They are have the lowest temperatures during winter of all stations in the lower 48. And... So for them to only have gotten to negative 20 this winter, whew, wow, that is something. And this, if that record stands, if that number stands, this would be, that would be their warmest, coldest day of the year on record. How, however, again, there's still a lot of winter left and, you know, Northern Minnesota can hit negative 30 pretty much any time uh, until the beginning of March. So it, it's certainly not game over yet, but we've seen this winter already. There aren't a lot of huge changes looking like uh, they're facing us on the horizon. So only thing to talk about is this snow coming up. All right. And the cold snap we're talking about now is going to be really short-lived, correct? We're talking 30s again at some point next week for the Twin Cities? Yeah, that seems about right. Um, you know, we're we're kind of I mean, it's not that far away. The bulk of the cold air is about 500 miles to the north. So it's a you know, couple hundred miles north of the Canadian border. And it's been sort of undulating the way that these things do, going back and forth. So a little lobe of it swings down into eclipse part of Minnesota, and we get kind of cold like we are now in quotation marks. And then it surges back to the north a few hundred miles, and we warm back up again. There aren't really any signs of that of that changing. And in fact, you know, the next, as you mentioned, the next sort of undulation is, is a bit of a warm one. The good thing is for those of us who like snow, it will be cold enough that as this next system moves in, we'll have plenty of cold air in place. That'll put a little bit of extra air in every snowflake. So that'll drive up the uh, snow to water ratio. So uh, 
you know, you could get a few inches of snow from, from just a couple tenths of an inch of precipitation. And so we got a good chance in the southern half of Minnesota for a nice blanket of fluffy, powdery snow. People who like skiing, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, snowmobiling, all of that's going to be in play on Sunday after this snow falls across the southern half of Minnesota, where, well, you know, we're going to get anywhere between three and six inches, maybe a, a preferred strip somewhere between the Twin Cities and the Minnesota River and say the, oh, you know, Wabasha area, maybe gets a little bit more. But for the most part, it's, you know, it's a nice, lightly plowable, powdery snow. It's going to break really nicely when you step through it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Will there be much wind associated with this system? No, this is just a gentle snow globe uh, type of snow. You know, uh, snow falling lightly to moderately, um, kind of moderate sized snowflakes, nothing huge. I don't think we're going to see too many of those big fat pancake snowflakes. Um, and the winds will be generally light, less than 15 miles an hour, pretty much everywhere where the snow is falling. So just a, a kind of pleasant snow. In fact, Usually, if you're going to get four, five, six inches of snow, you start thinking about major impacts. But the fact is, most of this is going to come on Saturday night when people are not driving. It's not a big travel weekend for the most part. So, you know, we know there will be some people going across town or whatever, or, you know, maybe from one town to the other. But it's not a big travel weekend. It's not coming during rush hour. It's not really even coming during daylight hours. So it's a pretty nice time to just kind of enjoy the snow, take it in, and then uh, get your shoveling muscles on the next day. It's actually going to be pretty easy to move because it's a relatively light snow with, uh, you know, <laughs> like that last one. Did you try moving that last snow, Jim? The, you know, yeah, the waterlogged uh, <laughs> sucker. That was a good workout. Felt like oh there was my. an upper body and lower body workout associated with shoveling that snow. Well, that's that's spoken like someone who may be a trainer. <laughs> um, you know, I I try and stay relatively active and relatively fit, but this that was that dangerous type of snow, right? What they used to call heart attack snow, where you just I don't know what it is about shoveling. I guess it's just where you know we like to work or something. I don't know, but maybe you just get carried away shoveling. But I was noticing that I just every about minute of shoveling that stuff, I would just take a break, breathe for about 20 seconds and then get back to work. Cause it was heavy. Every scoop in the shovel just was, you know, backbreaking heavy. And there was what at one point, Jim, I tipped the shovel over to kind of let the snow out and it was stuck. And then I, so I turned it at a slightly steeper angle, almost inverted it. So the snow would fall out and it, water was dripping out. Oh my uh, goodness. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> very wet snow. <laughs> and of course, you know, you wouldn't know anyone who probably almost anybody listening to this, who does not live in St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, you know, they think, okay, the, the roads are in pretty good shape. Uh, but here in St. Paul, for some reason, these, these kinds of events just, baffle the uh, public works infrastructure. And so it's a skate. I mean, it would actually only be a skating rink if they would clear some of the snow off the top and maybe get some of that washboard. I mean, the snows or the ice is about an inch, inch and a half thick on a lot of the streets. So we're enjoying that a lot. 
<laughs> so as to the timing of this system, Kenny, we uh, will see here in the Twin Cities, what, snow maybe starting uh, Saturday, say early to mid-afternoon? Yeah, I, I guess I would say watch for snow to enter southwestern Minnesota in the late morning and then kind of increase over the southern half of the state during the afternoon. It's not going to snow at an extraordinary rate. I think in the heaviest areas that get the most snow, and we don't know exactly where that'll be, but if I had to guess, I'd say maybe, you know, Mankato area, Mankato over to Rochester, Red Wing, kind of that area. Um, maybe at the peak, we'd get a couple hours where, where you're putting on three quarters of an inch to an inch an hour. But for the most part, it's going to be, you know, a 12 hour snowfall that accumulates at a rate of one quarter to one half inch per hour for, for most of us, but then adds up to, you know, that still, that still could get you a, a few to several inches of snow. Uh, so the timing, as far as we can tell, looks like late morning it begins, it advances into, say, the majority of southern Minnesota. And I mean, really, this main, this mostly happens south of, say, Brainerd and, you know, south of Fergus Falls, south of Brainerd. Definitely, unless, you know, unless something unique happens south of Duluth, for sure. So basically, that southern two-fifths or so of Minnesota, uh, maybe southern three-fifths of the state. Any case, by about 3 p.m., it's in the Twin Cities or, it, it, you know, give or take an hour. And then it lasts for about, you know, 9 to 12 hours in most places. Pretty much be out of Minnesota by 3 a.m. Okay, well, we should all enjoy the snow globe, as you describe it. And then after the snow's done, we're back to boring weather, right? Yeah, there's no other. I mean, the, the main difference between now and the last couple of times we talked is we, we've definitely, we're kind of in the same pattern, but minus, you know, 15 or 20 degrees. So it'll be a little cooler. It's not going to be cold, but we're not going to be spending a lot of time over the next week in the, you know, in the forties or anything like that. And uh, any small weather system that moves through that right now that the models can't see is going to have, it'll have enough cold air where it'll be relatively easy to squeeze out some, a little additional snow, but we don't see anything. There's certainly nothing showing up for about the next week after this one. Um, you know, and obviously if something big comes and changes that, then we'll have to do a special broadcast. But for now, I would guess that by the time we talk, say we talk next Friday, We'll be back in the mild air. Uh, the snow will have begun to melt into a crust. I mean, we're coming to the end of January, so I don't know if you've noticed how much more daylight we have now. Oh, yes, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. I bet you are. <laughs> yeah, so so beyond this, nothing much to talk about. The, the big story continues to be, you know, how warm the winter has been. And if we, if we continue to get snow you know, several inches every couple of weeks as we've been getting, then we're, we're going to end it uh, on the warm end of the spectrum and also on the snowier end of the spectrum, which is kind of an interesting pairing because usually warm winters don't tend to have very much snow. So uh, that'll be interesting, but uh, you know, this is the thing about climate. It always, uh, it always keeps you guessing. You never know what it's going to do uh, a couple of weeks out. Well, enjoy the weekend, enjoy a fresh coating of snow, and Kenny, you and I will reconnect next week. 
Very good. Well, thanks. You have a nice weekend too, Jim, and we'll talk to you next week. You too, Kenny. This is Way Over Our Heads, a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. We'll see you next time.